0: Kings and Queens, Royals and Invited Guests, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV
0: and that's Jen Diz.
1: After a week Full of shenanigans at Disneyland, we have plenty to share, including our visit to 21 Royal, new character meet and greets, and our first Patreon dinner. All right, we are both back into our respective homes.
0: We're back home <laughs> from in a the very safety crazy week and comfort and of, our, of our people and our animals and away from monkeypox and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, stay far away. I think that um, we are really excited to record this episode live in Disneyland, but not only do we already have such a jam-packed like, agenda just being in the parks, but also we took a little lesson from our last live episode that was a little loud. So apologies for that, (laughs) but we are home and we have plenty to talk about. Oh my gosh. So let's just jump straight in. I think this episode is pretty much going to be a trip report of our time in Disneyland and what a time it was.
0: It was a lot of fun. I think the weather, like everything kind of just was good for what we needed and what we wanted. It was a chill, but also very eventful type of week. I felt like we spent uh, less time in the parks as we usually do running around because we had a lot of kind of activities and things planned and people to meet and hang out with. Uh, So it was really nice. Really, really nice. And we stayed at uh, the brand new Westin, which we can talk about too, which was a great, great resort.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That was very nice. We will talk about that for sure. So let's start off with our first night there. We um, had been in Vegas, if you guys remember from last episode. And then we flew in, like, kind of midday on Wednesday, and we got to spend that evening in the parks, which is, I think, always so much fun when you just have, like, a good night shift in the park. Like, yeah. just a little bit amount of time to do all the fun stuff, right?
0: And I had no expectations for Wednesday, and it turns out, like, looking back, that was our most regular fun sort of disneyland day together that was the more of the usual right where we just did our stuff and ap brain rode what we wanted it was great it's a great first night
1: it was very fun and we got to watch the main street electrical parade for the first time since it's been back yes that was super cool also
0: one of those cool things we just kind of walked into it and then there was a nice spot next to these trash cans and we got the best viewing of the parade we didn't even have to wait it was it was really great
1: Right? I remember we were like, oh, let's go. Like, trash cans are always a really good thing to look for in lines that are waiting for parades because a lot of people don't think they want to be around them. However, Disneyland has the cleanest trash cans on the face of the planet. <laughs> they and do. no one is like shorter than them. Not no one, but. We are in our group. No one is shorter than the trash can, so you can always line up behind them and get a perfect view. Um, However, some seats opened up right next to it, so we got to actually sit down on the curb. I felt like a little kid reminiscing from the Main Street Electrical Parade back in the 80s. It was very cute. It was so cute. And Um, to see
0: the new float in person for the first time so beautiful there's so much to see like i almost want to watch it again from the opposite side of the street there are so many little characters on that Encanto, mulan moana all the things
1: so cute and i really like that they went with this small world theme for these new additions because it followed along with the final float which was also new which was the castle like a really grand looking castle it's kind of a mixture of different castles i thought in my opinion at least Um, But what was really cool is right on the face of the castle, instead of having like a regular clock or something, they had the small world face, like the clock. So cute. That tilts back and forth. Very cute touch. And I'm going to play right here a quick intro to the parade because it made me literally cry. Do you remember? I was like, oh my God. I (laughs) I couldn't tell when it
0: was a real cry or our crazy filter that we kept using.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mike pretty much had the camera in my face the entire time with the filter on so he would have no idea. I was actually crying, but (laughs) it was just very sweet. So I will play the intro here for you guys to hear.
0: Years ago, a magical parade sparkled to life, bringing wonder and joy to the young and the young at heart. Alive with imagination, it continues to grow, welcoming new friends and stories, inspiring new generations, and shining into our hearts with its heritage of hope. For its magic
1: celebrates togetherness and the spirit of Walt Disney's words that welcome the world. To all who come to this happy place, Disneyland proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination. In thousands of sparkling lights and electro-magnetic
0: musical sounds, the main street Electrical parade.
1: I think that was about it for Wednesday night, right? We
0: I will say um, good night. I did get a an unexpected collectible that night, and um, we were hungry, I believe. Okay, tell me if this is the wrong night or not. But I went to go get chicken <laughs> tenders, chicken tendums, over at oh yes, right, yeah, uh, Tomorrowland Terrace. Is that what it's called, Tomorrowland Terrace? Mm-hmm. And the only way you could get the chicken nugs with the fries is through the mouse droid collectible bucket thing. And I did (laughs) so, and I ate it. It was delicious. And I have a new souvenir that is, like, one of my favorite ones because you could put stuff in it. Like, I was already putting stuff in it throughout our trip in the hotel room. You could open up the top of the droid and throw things in it. And it made it all the way home. And funny enough... You kept seeing these throughout the whole week.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. So since it looks like on the menu you cannot order this meal without it, people were getting it that probably didn't know what the hell it was, and they are <laughs> leaving it. And I, <laughs> the scrub that I am, I saw somebody just leaving one, and the guy who was cleaning at the table was going to throw it in the trash. Like, he literally was about to throw it into a trash can, and I was like, wait, can I have that? It was like, They didn't even have their food in it. It was perfectly clean, so I took one. So I also. Yeah,
0: it's very nice. (laughs) It's so Star Wars, and it has a. A shoulder strap and everything. I don't know why people didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, and
1: the it. wheels work so you can like pull it along like a yeah. little actual mouse droid. It's very cute. Super cute. Um, but I did keep seeing them throughout the entire trip. Like numerous ones were just like laying around in the Tamarland Terrace area. So if you guys want a free <laughs> mouse droid, go check that out while you're
0: there. <laughs> Hyperspace was fun. I hadn't been on that in years on that version. Oh, um
1: yeah. so that
0: was really fun. We got to do that Wednesday night as well. So yeah, overall yeah, great we welcome opening a- night.
1: Yeah, a couple attractions and it was just like a chill night. It was very, Oh, and gorgeous.
0: shout out to Laura at the West End. So when we checked in... Um, you know, we were tired. We just came back from Vegas. And to be honest, we didn't have the best stay at MGM Grand and Signature MGM <laughs> slash just MGM in general. So we were like, all right, what's, what's next in our hotel adventure shenanigans. And we walked into the West End, brand new. It smells so good. Now this is right across the street from the backside of Pixar Pier. So from the balcony theme park view, we were able to see the Incredicoaster and all the colors of the Pixar Palaround wheel. So beautiful. But yeah, so we walk into this new hotel. It smells good, just like it should. And everyone was just so nice. They had mentioned that they just finished, I think, one year of training and they're like ready to take the training wheels off. And this is just the type of hospitality that you're looking for when you're tired and you're ready to check in. She walked us to the elevator and gave us sort of the rundown of the resort and what to do. Um, really happy about that place new, a new place Absolutely. for us to choose from
1: totally um, I'm so with you on the smell of the lobby I'm obsessed with like hotel lobby smells when it smells really good and that place was amazing and like you said they could have done the bare minimum and we would have been impressed but they went above and beyond so yeah. quite the opposite so we went from zero to hero yep. by walking into <laughs> that, there you go. that hotel <laughs> yeah it was a really nice day and we had a was it a park view? Considered it was Park View, view right? yeah,
0: and I, I was yeah. showing you the the image of the Park View on our app. Remember, because I was like, "There's no way that there's a room that <laughs> yeah. you can open your balcony door and see the Incredicoaster and the Palaround. Lo and behold, we walked in and it was real. It's a legit view. It's insane, beautiful. Yep,
1: yeah, totally, and it's right on Catella, which Catella can be kind of a busy street, so you get a lot of cars and we could still hear people screaming all the way from the Pixar Pal around in yes. the credit coaster. It yep. was like that close.
0: <laughs> yep. Including strange amazing. um strange supernatural or extraterrestrial things in the sky that we found out was actually just uh, fire smoke ring <laughs> smoke. Ring. Oh yes. That was cool.
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Oh yeah, we also saw like a grad night uh, 1.40 a.m. viewing of World of Color yeah, our hotel yeah That was a nice surprise Oh my gosh Alright, so We checked in on Wednesday Our beautiful hotel Saw the stuff in the parks And then Thursday I had to work that day So we kind of just stayed in the hotel And like chilled out in the morning time And then we had a lovely date Wait, what's our thing? Date night with the Disneyholics Yay. set up Yay! Yay! So we had our very first Patreon dinner. Um, This is one of our levels of our Patreon memberships. If you guys want to join, you can join in, um, get in in the fun. And we got to take uh, one of our patrons out to dinner along with her sister. So shout out to Courtney and Kelly. Thank you guys so much for joining us to dinner. It was lovely. We went to Carthay Circle Restaurant. And oh my gosh, we had so much food.
0: It was so good, and it was our <laughs> honor. It was the first time that the two of them had been there for a full sit down inside the restaurant. And I think we all had a great time. We had a lovely uh, server, and she knew like everything about everything that we wanted to ask her. She had answers <laughs> to. She was fun. The whole the entire staff they were really great. Um, was yeah, and, and Debbie. Good food. Debbie, yeah, that was her name, See, Debbie. you know she
1: made an impression, if I can remember that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so shout out to Debbie. Um, but yeah, it was a lovely moment of um, kind of celebrating everything we've worked for, I think. It's pretty cool to like think that we have now had this like opportunity to take our listeners out to dinner. Whoops, I just dropped my phone. But like, not only take our listeners, but they've also, over the years, become our friends, which is just like the coolest thing about this community altogether. Yeah, and, like, so so cool
0: i love it because when you hang out with other Disney Holics, you can almost skip the small talk and go straight into all these things that are on our mind that we want to talk and share and have opinions on and are excited about that are coming up so those are always fun moments
1: right yeah it's i always uh, refer to it as a different language and Sometimes I'll see there's people that say they're big Disney fans, and then I'll start talking in my language, and they're like, well, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh, you're not a Disney holic; you're just a Disney fan." Gotcha, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? And this but was just kind of like a a slow weeknight, right? So we left Carthay Circle, and it was just sort of like our own private Avengers campus for a little bit. It, right, it, yeah, was it was very was kind quiet. Of like,
1: Walking around, taking it easy. Did we even do anything at Avengers Campus?
0: I think we just chilled and we hung out. We caught up. Uh, we saw Captain America walk by a couple times. Um, yeah, it was a nice... Oh, I think we went there
1: looking for Moon Knight was like the reason we headed over That's there. That's right. But... I
0: did I did want yeah. to and did not get to see Moon Knight this whole trip, but it's okay. I've seen him enough on Instagram, but yeah, I was hoping to see him. And I'm assuming he only comes out after the sun goes down because of his, his eyes light up. So I was hoping, but not that night.
1: Right. That's also a good night, or not a good night, that's also a good thing to note. Um, It seems like, and I don't know if Moon Knight is completely gone yet, because it was pretty recent when his show ended, but it seems like these special um, character meet and greets that are coming out close to the premiere of their shows are also disappearing closely after. So I don't know if Moon Knight is completely done, however we didn't find him, Um, and then the the variants of low key are all done and whatnot. Yeah. It's back to the original Loki. So Hawkeye if you want to see anymore. them get there quick.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: <sighs> all right. So that was Thursday. Um and then Friday was actually the re- reason for like the initial reason for the trip. Yeah. So we've had this plan for a very long time. It was one of our friends like birthday bash like what do you even call it it was like the most insane amazing birthday celebration ever this was
0: this Um, was not a wedding but it was the most fun wedding I've been to if that makes sense (laughs) it was so organized and and beautifully narrated from before we arrived to the arrival and so shout out to the family for creating this experience and and inviting us it was just it was really cool there's so much I know you're gonna want to share so I'm excited
1: yes so, um I think we kind of kept this under wraps a little bit um up until now because it was someone's birthday party, but I've already asked her, she said we could talk about it all we want. So, <laughs> we got to go to 21 Royal.
0: What?
1: <clears throat> Never did I think I would step a foot into this beautiful place, but we got to and shout out to Jessica, happy, happy birthday, birthday oh, Jessica. Oh my god. You had the most amazing 40th birthday party, like on the planet, mine was on a balcony during COVID, by myself with my boyfriend. <laughs> so like you have one up to me like times a million. So, oh my gosh, but such a good birthday and um I'm going to speak for Jessica here and I think she'll agree. She was like beaming the whole night.
0: She was. As
1: were the rest of
0: us. She was. Yeah. It was it was magical <laughs> and and she had put together a great group, a great guest list of people to come together. It was just great energy. But, you know, tell our listeners, for people who don't know, what the heck is 21 Royal?
1: Right. So 21 Royal is, it's like a private dining experience that you can do in Disneyland Park and nowhere else. And Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, I don't know the terminology. I should have looked this up beforehand. Do you know all the terminology about the chefs, like Five Star, Michelin or whatever?
0: Um, I don't know the specifics, but I would say it's it's as fine dining as you could get. So all the Michelin stars. Um, there was a head chef. There was a, um, a sous chef. There was a sommelier there. There was also like a pastry chef that came to do desserts. And so it had everything that you would expect from the finest dining. And um, also local foods. I thought what was beautiful is when the chef spoke about the creations her and her team made, they they made sure we knew where these ingredients were sourced and how fresh they were, and that they created this menu based on what ingredients were brought to them, to the chef's team, including things that they didn't expect to make until the day of, like these razor clams from uh, up in the Northwest. So I felt so fancy, but I didn't (laughs) feel... um, What's the word? I think this is important. I I didn't feel condescended to or out of place, which I sometimes would in a fancy place. I felt right right at home. That's actually
1: really important to say because I also feel that way usually, and I did not at all.
0: Yeah, it felt like we were just there at home, invited guests. It was beautiful.
1: Right, and I can't remember if I said the word private before, but it's a private dining experience. So one thing that's really cool about this is it's just you and your group. And if you have ever heard of the Dream Suite... At Disneyland, this is a suite that they uh built out around the 50th anniversary of Disneyland, and what it was intended to be is a place for guests to act, actually at the time for the year of a million dreams they could win a night in the dream suite. And it was supposed to be a replica version of what Walt and Lillian envisioned because they were going to build out another apartment that was larger so that they could um, accommodate guests and their family as you know they have the apartment in the firehouse on main street in town square however it was very small if any of you have taken a tour and seen it it is so tiny so they realized like we need more space so they never ended up doing it but then in 2005 they ended up building it out so people got to win uh things to go in there and the Dream Suite is part of the Twenty One Royal Experience, so you're actually in the dining room area of the Dream Suite. So it's kind of all included there. You don't get to stay the night, but you do get to stay in there for like what six hours or something. We were in there forever.
0: Yeah, it, it was. Felt like we we were there, there for a the long night. time. <laughs> and it's a uh, what two two bedroom apartment. Most it feels more like a like a um, like a New, London or New York City, New Orleans style. Apartment, like, a, it didn't feel like a hotel room. It was beautiful. Ooh,
1: that is a really good way to explain that. Like, uh, on a lot of movies. What was that show with, oh, um, Miss Maisel and Meryl Streep's house? That's what that felt like.
0: Yeah, they like got it like those pre-war right into, buildings type of things. Yeah, it's like yeah. built
1: into the surrounding city. However, you go into this beautiful, like, just gorgeous uh what's the word for like heavily decorated I don't know what the like <laughs> <laughs> elaborate fancy um little house and it was really cool they also had um a little outdoor area and if any of you were here before 2005 when they changed it out from the gallery actually I'm not sure when they close out the gallery above Pirates of the Caribbean that is also part of this space. So the gallery used to have this little courtyard in the back, and that courtyard is actually still there. So that was also part of this experience as well. So, and man. that's what
0: I was most familiar with is in the 90s as a kid um, being dragged up to the gallery to go look at the artwork, and I didn't care for it at the time. And little did I know how exclusive that place was going to be and how it was before it was even the gallery. I wish I appreciated it more back in that time, uh, but it was nice to come back as an adult and see it all. Again, you know,
1: it was cute. Um, one of the other attendees is Joy, she's also a friend of the show and friend of ours for a very long time. She's one of our hometown friends. Um, she said one of her favorite Disneyland memories was hanging out in that courtyard with us. Oh, isn't that cute? So, we got to kind of relive that moment even on this trip, which is really neat. Um, so what should we even get into? So
0: Let's start where we got picked up. I think people want to know how it starts because you don't enter the park the normal way. And that's a a fun way to kick it off, which is we all had to meet in the Grand Californian Lobby. And uh, we were there welcomed by our host and tour guide who was just there to take us to 21 Royal Street. And then she was going to depart from there. So she grabbed the group together. We got on this um, private Sort of transport. Not not as cool as Galaxy's Edge, but very fancy. It was very nice. It even had <laughs> like, like a, a table inside. Shuttle. Yeah, bougie shuttle. <laughs> and that's where we got some of the spiels. Like, hey, by the way, we're going to go backstage. Uh, so there's no photos or videos. And then when we get into 21 Royal, your butler, yes, we said butler, is going to tell us when we can start <laughs> taking photos. But no videos from here on out, pretty much. Um, and then from there, they brought us to the back of Fantasyland and New Orleans Square and so we got to see all those things like Go Away Green and you got some peaks of things by just looking around and inside the warehouses
1: oh yeah backstage is like my favorite thing if I ever get to sneak back there for any reason like a ride breaks down or like whatever it is I happen to be back there I'm always like my eyes are just wide open I don't even blink the entire time I'm looking 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 and um, there were a lot of parade floats in the back that we yeah. got to see Um we saw things from like the Sensational Parade. We saw floats from the Main Street Electrical Parade. We saw, um, what else did we see? There? Oh, the Frozen Cavalcade float, which is also from another parade, but I can't remember which one right now, but it's like the big ice one. Anyways, just tons of things out like that. Um, we also got to see some Main Street vehicles that are getting repainted or refinished. Uh, lots of fun stuff. And then the thing that I thought was the coolest, there's this one huge warehouse And on the back wall of the warehouse is the original Hollywood Tower of Terror sign that used to be up on the building. It's huge. It's like the whole wall of this giant warehouse. Um, And it would be the light-up letters that you would have seen on the actual Tower of Terror back in the day. And so I was like, oh, my God, they kept it and, like, put it up in this warehouse backstage. It was so cool. And then I asked our tour guide if, if, if if it lights up, and then she laughed at me.
0: Yeah, she I was, was like, not excited like... as we were about all these things. <laughs> Even when we pointed out, hey, go away, green. She was like, how do people know about this? And we're like, duh. Yeah, is, like... You guys are famous for this uh, ability to blanket and hide these big buildings with go away, green. <laughs> you know what else we saw was um, the Pirates of the Caribbean boats. They're all docked, docked. Oh, yeah, there dry-docked. were
1: tons of them sitting out there with covers over them. Yep.
0: Because currently under that was refurb. interesting.
1: I'm like, dang, there seems like enough for an entire fleet here, but the ride. Oh yeah, because the ride is down. Yeah, the ride I didn't is even
0: down. Put that together. <laughs> and then we also saw what I thought was a better dining experience or break experience for cast members than what I remember seeing at Disney World. So at the back of the backstage, they had a food truck there. So they have like local uh, food people. Bring their trucks versus them making everything through Disney. They had like this really cool break room. Everything's themed. Even like the security guard um, post had like the uh, first order symbol on it, which is cute because that's (laughs) just for them, like to get them in the mood. The guests will never see this. So I really, really like that.
1: It's like some good inside joke kind of things with the cast members it's yep. really really
0: cool oh and you saw those giant skewers aka the back of black spire Outpost, like these poles with the rocks oh, on yeah, top yeah i
1: love it <laughs> love it so much um that was another funny moment with our tour guide i feel like we we're her, her which can't be true but i feel like we were her first interaction with like really crazy Disney disneyholics because she was kind of like what how did you like i was like look it's black spire outpost or whatever and she's like kind of like how I do think you even right. know that it just looks like a stone on a stick and I'm like, yeah,
0: it's funny. <laughs> I think you're right I bet you with a lot of these like uh, these bougie and exclusive experiences maybe it's more so like high class people and less just Disney fans so you know who right? knows
1: that was an interesting thing too that um, our butler bring up later I don't know if you remember this part of the conversation but um, he talked about how like it's an interesting combination of people who who go and he's not exactly sure how it all works out. But it's not always Disney fans, but then a lot of time it is because like it's so exclusive that people don't even know about this restaurant inside of Disneyland, right. right? It's like it's not um like Club 33 has such a stigma, but 21 Royal hasn't been there long enough. So yeah. it's like people may not even find out about it. I'm like, oh, I wonder what happens with the famous people who are also big Disney holics. They must have all come here, right?
0: And he even <laughs> said, yeah, so. he said they don't advertise it at all. They follow one thing on Instagram. So they don't have an account, but they follow the hashtag 21 Royal. And uh, <laughs> Paul, who was our butler and host for the evening, is the actual person who responds to posts with that hashtag. So, And it's legit. I had posted something already, and he already commented back. So we love that.
1: <laughs> I lo- Yeah, that's was- it felt very um, hands-on. Yeah. Right? Super, super cool.
0: We had to wait for, I think, a train to go by before we could oh, cross yeah, the tracks into Orleans. So he... Uh, As clever as he was, he paused, and as we were waiting, he pulled out some trivia for us and, you know, was having some fun with the birthday girl as well, putting her on the spot. Uh, But he did some trivia about things like the berm, which is the sort of border slash wall that goes around the original layout of the park that Walt created. And um, we talked about some of the things that broke the berm, like Galaxy's Edge and Mickey's Toontown were the most official ones later on we decided i think it counts if the guests can walk over the berm right versus
1: over something yeah yeah
0: like haunted mansion you said is technically kind of outside of the berm but you don't know it
1: yeah yeah you're uh you have no idea it's really going on but literally the only reason you go in the elevator i mean a stretching room (laughs) is to go (laughs) underneath that berm (laughs) oh splash mountain too oh there's so many indiana jones okay Could go on forever. All right, so then the experience kind of starts from there. But that, but actually, back to the train because it's just so funny. Actually, when we actually finally got to cross the tracks because there was a train there, it was the weirdest feeling because that was that first moment where we're all dressed up coming from this weird location, yeah, like walking over the the train tracks, (laughs) yeah. and so people were like kind of staring at us like what is going on you know like they're all kind of curious and that was just really funny because i would have had the exact same look on my face because not only are there is there a huge group of people coming from nowhere over train tracks which seems weird but then they're all dressed up so it's like what the heck yeah.
0: and then you have the fun. vip plaid in front so i i'd imagine oh, they're yeah, trying to right. figure out who are these 12 people who are they
1: Right? Oh, I wonder if they thought it was a VIP. I would have started to look up if there was a special tour that takes you backstage. You know I would have. Ooh,
0: like, what Where's that tour? You know what's interesting is uh, Gabrielle, who met us at DCA or at Grand Californian, she actually said, are you here for the 21 Royal Tour? And she used that verbiage, which I thought was interesting, versus just dinner. Because it was a little bit up, more than that. Yeah,
1: yeah right? Because, yeah, you're right. It's a combo. It's like, it's not just dinner. It's right, yeah. All this amazing access and yeah it's like a tour because they also walk you around the whole place and answer any questions you have about anything they show you all the good stuff so let's get to that so we um then after crossing the train tracks we get to go up the staircase into 21 royal and i'm somehow spacing the entire walk from the train station over 21 royal must have been so excited it it was yeah it was pretty
0: quick he wanted to get us to that staircase right away (laughs) <laughs> um, and get us inside, which was, which was really remember. cool to walk up that. We also got to look into the current uh, construction that's going on at Pirates and Tarzan's Treehouse uh, from that perspective, which was really unique. Not much different, not much done. It looks like they still have a lot of work to do. A lot of kind of dirt, dirt mounds and, and scaffolding.
1: Yeah, the treehouse especially looked, well, I mean, so same with the Pirates. But the only thing we could see on Pirates is the, like the queue area. Yeah, um, it's all tore up. Like the whole thing is all gone. Everything. Oh yeah. my God, was the fountain gone?
0: Yeah, that whole I'm courtyard. Cry. gone. It was yep. gone. Yeah, and there was two. I think two oh new trees. So the trees that had tree rot are gone, and there's two new trees there.
1: I'm seriously gonna cry if they don't bring that fountain back.
0: <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the fountain that's like built into the wall? Yes. I think it was still there. We we gotta verify it that. Now that, been that like I think right about under it, under I think us, that so was still there. maybe we didn't see it. For some reason, okay. I thought you meant the water fountain. <laughs> there is a water fountain you can drink
1: <laughs> right oh, in that courtyard. No, that's
0: <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking about? I don't know why I know about that one.
1: Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so... Oh, and then in Tarzan's Treehouse, or what used to be Tarzan's Treehouse, it looked like straight construction zone. Like, nothing looks done at all. So, sorry yeah. to report, that's probably not coming anytime soon. Yeah.
0: Just saying. So, we walk um, in. Okay,
1: so we... So Oh, yeah, go ahead.
0: We walk in and it's sort of like this um, kind of like a living room lounge that you start in. And he really wanted to make sure that we were all welcomed perfectly. So here comes our first of many servers with champagne. So you walk in and you're greeted with champagne. And he wanted to make sure none of us strayed away into the suite yet because he knew how excited we were. Uh, but he wanted to take a moment where we all sort of just sat down, took it all in, and we did a toast. And he had us do a toast with our champagne, and that's that kicked it off. That kicked off our dining and sort of tour of 21 Royal
1: one thing I want to add about this too and this goes along with the entire experience um, I am not a alcoholic drinker the way to say I do not (laughs) drink alcohol and then um, I didn't say a word to anybody this entire time and he was serving uh, champagne everybody and he brought over to me an apple cider well I didn't even ask for it
0: he just showed
1: up with it so he must have remembered by like something we had filled out ahead of time that I don't drink alcohol, and then same with one other person. And he must have taken note at some point that, the, okay, that's Jennifer when he was meeting us. And he brought the drink right over to me. I was so impressed. I was like, yeah. what? I didn't say a word to you. How do you even know that I don't drink? That was so cool. Wow. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, so we did a nice little toast. He took a before picture, which he called it. Yep. We all kind of sat around in the the living room area and got together as a group and took a group photo, which is super Super nice. And then we copycatted that at the end of the evening for the after photo. But um, after that photo and the toast, we kind of were kind of set free, right? He's like, all right, dinner's in a little while. Feel free to explore the Dream Suite and walk around. Take as many photos as you like. Press as Um, many buttons, too. Oh, yeah. like, make sure to press every single button you see. I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, And then out in the courtyard, they had... um, an open bar, so you can grab any drink you want. They made me the most amazing virgin drink, by the way. It it was called Lillian's Rose, and it was so good. It had like egg white in it, like all this stuff that I didn't even know was like a thing for non-alcoholic drinks, and so it was very nice. Um, And of course, there was like Uh, What do you call it? Wandering hors d'oeuvres. What was that called? Oh,
0: yeah. Past past hors d'oeuvres. So there were servers walking around with uh, fancy little one one bite, two bite things. Like my favorite one was this short rib that was put into a small little cone. So it felt like the very last bite of those drumstick ice creams, but a savory, (laughs) delicious meal. Yeah, it was it was so good. I stuffed the whole thing in my mouth. Um, I love the name of the drink that you got, Lily's Rose, because something that the butler Paul told us during the toast was he went over the history of uh, Royal 21 like we just did. But he also made sure that we knew that the experience we we're about to be a part of is meant to emulate what it would be like if we went there and Walt and Lily hosted us themselves, which I thought was so cool. Like That really set the tone of, okay, I get the story. I get the narrative here.
1: Right. Right, yeah, this is what they always had wanted, and now we get to experience it, even if they are not here. But, wow. Okay, so, what do you remember about exploring? I
0: remember running first to, I I want to say the bathtub, because I know yes. you wanted to make sure we got a photo of the bathtub. We did do a lot of YouTube research before, so that we didn't miss a thing, so we didn't care so much about spoilers for this particular experience. We wanted to make sure we got everything in, so... Shoes off into the tub, took some really fun photos in there. And that tub itself had one of those button pressing moments. So there was a button that you would press and this massive bathtub with an enclosed, ornate, like marble tiled rooftop started sparkling with stars and constellations. It was giving me like Cinderella inside the pumpkin carriage vibes. And it also had a hidden Mickey made of stars that lit up. Beautiful. So
1: cute.
0: It was a jacuzzi tub, right? I think it had jacuzzi jets, too.
1: Yes, it did. It did. Um, I definitely wanted to take a real bath in there. However, we were not allowed. So no baths when you go to 21 Royal. Sorry, everybody. No (laughs) baths.
0: There was also a shower (laughs) in there, a stand-up shower, um, separate, a separate shower. There was a toilet that I sat on to put my shoes back on. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm sitting on a toilet here in 21 Royal in the dream suite. (laughs) which is really cool. We were opening up every cabinet and drawer we could find, including one cabinet where the knob fell off several times. So a- antique, <laughs> it's an antique place. Uh, the These are the type of places where the the sink faucet was like this golden swan neck. Nothing here was standard. Everything was ornate. In fact, I wrote a note here for myself that as soon as we stepped into the bathroom, I felt like we were staying and going to eat inside of a museum, sort of like Hearst Castle. Have you been to Hearst Castle, California? I have. Yeah, it felt like that. Like like you're not supposed to touch, but you can touch at the same time. And uh, I don't know, it was just, it was so cool. Okay, so bathroom. Next to the bathroom was one of your favorite rooms. The powder room, right? In the closet.
1: Oh, yes, it was very cute. Um, It was just like a, honestly, just a giant closet with a vanity in it. I just thought it was very... um, Excessive, like exactly what you would want if you lived in a fancy place like that, and you could probably own because it's just so. Like I would never have that in my apartment, so i 'm like oh i want I want a powder room like this <laughs> right um, and we got to take pictures, so we're like looking in the mirror, but at the camera it was very cute like, and it looked a little photos. lived in
0: like they had some fancy hats at the top of the closet and some like bags and purses, and it felt like a Bridgerton moment or something like you'd right. be there powdering your nose and your face and all that so cool
1: right and speaking of ornate, that was the word I was looking for earlier. Uh um i loved also that in everything you looked at in these rooms it had the disneyland d on it like it was embossed on the windows it was on the cabinets like everywhere floor we all love that
0: the big d we love
1: that d but we do
0: (laughs) (laughs) we love that d we love the big d we love the big d and then we started just like running around and then pulling each other to different places that we found i mean what did we what did you find next i think it was one of the bedrooms
1: yeah i think at that point it turned into utter chaos and i don't remember much again a blur it was like the walk from the train station because i was just like there's so much to look at and i was like and there's people like telling you to look at things at the same time from different directions so we're all just (laughs) just as excited as each other right we're all like running around um, and like you said, you pressed a button earlier. It was called the Kiss Goodnight. So you could press those in each of the rooms, and they do something special. So the room right next to the bathroom and the powder room we were in was um, it was like a like a jungle tiki type. How would you explain? Yeah, that I room? think they called it, it, called it the Adventureland room, room. Yeah, yes. Adventureland.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. And so this room was just beautiful as is however when you press the kiss goodnight button the lights would dim and they would project these like jungle leaves all over the walls and like a water light so everything looked like you're underwater and then two other things would happen one is that there's a painting at the back of the bed, which is, of course, a canopy bed because every royal suite has to have a canopy bed, right? And then behind it was this uh, beautiful painting of waterfalls, and then slowly you would see other things start to appear, like mermaids. Yeah, and it was mermaids. very eff- rem- reminiscent of Peter Pan, right? Mm-hmm. And then to the side of the bed on the wall, there was a, um, it would be like a projection there as well of like, what was it, Skull Rock?
0: It was like or a the it was like ship, a, a Sorry. moon with clouds, and then like hook's ship floating by. It was really, really cool. Right. Yeah.
1: So cool. So and, and all the sounds. There cute. was like
0: birds chirping. It was very Adventureland tiki sound. And what a way to fall asleep too. I think this is meant for you to. It's your kiss goodnight to go tuck yourself into bed.
1: Right. Right. Um, and then there was one other bedroom. So you want to tell them about that one?
0: The other bedroom was the one... Are we talking about the one with the Grand Circle Tour? The train? Yes. <sighs> that was cool. There was a um, like ledge across the entire... Wrapping around the top of the bedroom. Like about two feet from the high ceilings. And on that were a bunch of memorabilia. But most importantly, a full-on working uh, train set. Just like Walt would have loved. And when you press the button, of course, the train started up, steam engine and all, and it would go all the way around the room. Other things happened, too. I think there was like a a framed map that would start to sparkle that was on the wall, things like that.
1: Yeah, and during the Grand Circle Tour, there was a lot of items that the train would go by, and a lot of them were interacting with the train. So, for instance, if you saw... Like a coyote, like howling at the moon, when the train is passing by it, you would hear the audio of the coyote howling. And I just thought that was such a cool touch to have like all these extra things. Cause the train going around the top of the room is already enough. Yeah, I think cool. I was we're overwhelmed. I didn't even extra.
0: realize there were these. Um, choreographed things. Now I need to go back, but we'll never be able to.
1: <laughs> I remember that moment because I remember Mike, I'm like, why isn't he excited about this? It's probably just because you are like, whoa!
0: There was so much going on and I was opening yeah. all the cabinets. In that room, I opened one of the uh, armoires <laughs> to find a nice TV, an Apple TV, and a PlayStation 4. So a few of us were trying to figure out, like, what goes on in here? Do cast members come up here and have breaks? Like, why is that in there? It's really cool cuz the Dream Suite hasn't been around. When did PlayStation
1: 4 come out? Not that long ago, right? Like maybe 4 or 5 years ago? Um uh, maybe f- 10 years ago? Oh, really? Yeah, Please. it was okay. before
0: the 5 and it was out for a long time. Um so it could be it could have been was anytime but maybe it was 21 Royal Dream only Dream opened. Time. Must have been when they opened it, I guess.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. They had that in like almost all the rooms they had yeah. all those kinds of th- features in it. And one room had a whole like drawer full of dvds and not a single one of them was not disney
0: <laughs> wait not a single one of them was not disney oh okay it was not they were all disney right.
1: yes okay. double negative thank you <laughs>
0: yeah i was like wait Thanks
1: for the correction. Well, i think i missed English that drawer Mike.
0: too gosh i miss a lot of stuff running around um, i know
1: there's so much one of my biggest uh like things i wanted for the night well two photos i absolutely wanted one was taking a picture in the bathtub and the other one to take a picture on the bed. And I didn't get a picture on the bed because time just flew by.
0: It flew by. Like
1: it just did. And I was yeah. a mess for those like that hour that we had free time. I was just kind of running around like crazy.
0: <laughs> it's true. Every now and then uh, Paul, the butler host, would be like, everybody gather back together. So we'd have to keep stopping and kind of hearing what his what the next piece of our night was. So you never knew like when we got to go back or if we had time. There's a thousand percent chance that we missed several things in this right. suite. <laughs>
1: right, um, Another really cool thing that we got to check out during this time is that balcony area. There's a yeah. few balconies that you can go out on in this uh, suite. However, the big one is the one that you may know. It's right above the Royal Street veranda next to Pirates. Um, and you might, r- might remember it because it does have, like, a beautiful iron... What's the word I'm looking for? Railing? Cast iron... Skillet. No. <laughs> the iron gate or whatever it's The balcony it's the, railing, yeah. The railing. It's iron something. You guys know what I mean. probably Everyone's screaming it right now. But um, it has in there the initials of Walt Disney and Roy Disney next to each other. So if you've seen those in gold on a balcony that you can't get to that's part of 21 royal and it's a huge balcony one of my friends i was talking about with about this experience with was like could you fit your whole group of 12 out there i'm like oh no we could have fit like 30 people out there It was huge like this big balcony um and so that was really cool to get out there and get some fresh air then all of a sudden you're kind of brought back into like oh my god we're doing this amazing experience in disneyland that was one of my like Realization moments because you saw the Mark Twain going by, you could see Big Thunder, you could hear all the sounds, you could smell the popcorn from the cart right there. Like it was one of those moments where I was just like, this is freaking awesome. It, it is. Like and so if you exciting. looked like
0: right over the railing, you can see right into people's chowder bowls, into their sourdough yes. <laughs> chowder bowls. I mean, that's, we were literally right on top of that eatery.
1: In fact, Paul was like, Please make sure that if you bring glass out onto the the railing to not hold it over the railing. Because it would have literally fell on top of someone's head or in their cheddar bowl. So that wouldn't have been good. But yes, nonetheless, it was beautiful. And then I think the next thing is to get into dinner.
0: Yeah, that was the one cool thing is after we ran around and did our own tour, of the suite like that was already enough and little did we know he was sort of hiding and saving the dining room until it was actually time to eat and there it was we went into this beautiful again ornate dining room like beyond with um just like you'd imagine if you were royal there were placements for each of us with our first and last name initials that were already choreographed and set up strategically by uh the birthday girl and our hosts there and that's how we walked in we walked into these these this beautiful thing with with envelope right and there's like a already um it was a menu but i guess we couldn't see it yet. yeah Yeah. i haven't opened
1: yeah i haven't either i like (laughs) want to keep it shut because they have that beautiful wax seal on the back with a 21 royal emblem yes. on it so i'm like i don't really want to open it but what it was is a menu detailing everything that we were about to eat but they tell you everything as you go so who needs a menu
0: right 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 we Flowers. just need to keep it as a
1: souvenir then instead it was really cool we have... and it was right on top of this beautiful charger plate which always kind of drives me crazy because they're the nicest plates but you never get to use them
0: yeah <laughs> it's such a Fancy nonsense thing that fancy people right, do. Right,
1: yep. <laughs> yep. And it's going to be the charger plate is the, usually the first plate on the table that gets removed before you, you start dining because the plates come already plated. So, like an experience like this, that's why that charger plate then goes away. But it was like all gold plated with the 21 Royal logo right in the middle of it and it was just like so gorgeous and that's what our menu was sitting on top of so that we could find our seat placements as well
0: yeah gold everywhere and then in the middle of the table was this beautiful sort of overflow of fresh flowers that just went across the whole table wow oh there was a cool mirror there was a mirror mirror that was transitioning as we had our dinner including this these little um, forest dinner sprites i'm not sure if it was supposed to be tinkerbell i kept going back and forth on that but they're like these little fairy sprites and they would light the candles in front of the mirror it was just so genius
1: yeah it was so cool it was like picture a mirror that just looks like a standard mirror and all of a sudden a little gold like fairy dust starts like flying around on the mirror and then there's a Physical candelabra with candles right in front of it, and it would fly down on top of one of the candles on the mirror still. But once it goes down onto the candle, the candle would, the actual candle would light up. It was so cool. I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was slowly lighting our candelabra through our time. And then through the evening, we saw like different like filigree added to it and just kind of get, would get more and more detailed as the dinner went on. And then flowers blossomed at some point and seedlings. It was crazy. So magical. All like, in it's the It's a mirror. Disney magic.
0: And then there yeah. were uh, four beautiful paintings that they commissioned from uh, one of the Disney artists that were along the walls. Uh, so that was nice. They were huge. And then they had crown molding around it. And there was a funny story, right, that Paul told us, which was the the artist create created these as rectangular canvas paintings, but when they brought it in, they did have to cut it to match the crown molding, including rounding off the edges. So I could only imagine what that must feel like as the artist. But we knew none right? the different And it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful. And one really cool thing about some of these paintings is of course they're all very New Orleans square themed, right? but I'm gonna bring up the Haunted Mansion one specifically. Instead of looking like the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, it looked like a real living, breathing Haunted Mansion. Like it was Victorian era, there were like horse and buggies outside and people with their parasols walking up to the mansion. they were all coming for a dinner party.
0: Like, yeah. Really? It reminded me like if, if the mansion was a living being like in a Pixar movie or something and it had feelings, it would reminisce about these times where it was living in its golden age with all the people coming inside and having dinner and all the activity before it became the haunted mansion.
1: Right. <laughs> yep. Um And another thing to say about the dining room is that it was a square-shaped table. And I just thought that was so perfect because if you've ever been in a large group at a rectangular table, you don't get to talk to half of your party. Right. You only get, like, the the square around you that you can hear or see. But the fact that we were sitting in a giant uh, square, we could, like hear and see everybody. It was really nice. Like, That's a I've, great I was so point. happy. Where I, as soon as I walked in there, I was like, yes, square table.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was nice because you got to sit with who you joined and then also get to know other people because it was so easy to talk to them.
1: Right, right. Oh, man. Do you remember how many courses our dinner was?
0: I've been saying to people eight to nine, but I really can't remember at all I um but i do have in front of me
1: pictures of each but i didn't
0: (laughs) i have a photo of the the wine bottles and so this was a wine pairing dinner experience and so every course came with a wine bottle and i'm counting two four six i'm counting seven of the wine bottles not including the sparkling non-alcoholic drinks so so maybe eight courses seven or eight courses i think
1: yeah, it was Ugh, yeah. insane. <laughs> it I don't even know. <laughs> it was, it was so choreographed
0: and he was a hoot and a half. So the sommelier who they introduced <laughs> us to had a story for every single wine pairing and at one point we thought this this kind of seems like history according to Mike TV like I think he was improving some of the stuff. In fact, sometimes the Cast members would riff off each other and like tease that the other person was making something up. For example, Paul had us look for six hidden Mickeys while we were waiting for the first course. And we did eventually find them. Four of them were pretty clear. Two of them were a little bit of a stretch because of his statement before that. What was he trying to say to us?
1: He was telling us that Imagineers have stated that a proper hidden Mickey is one circle With two smaller circles, and the big circle has to be 2.125 times larger than the smaller circles. (laughs) And the smaller circles are are identical. So when we found that other hidden Mickey, we're like, well, that doesn't follow his rules, though. Because the circles are almost all the same size. Right. And then it was the one he was referring to, so...
0: Yeah, and the sommelier was like, I think he just makes that up. One of them said that. It was
1: funny. (laughs) It was really funny. Yes.
0: Um, Then he introduced the rest of our dinner staff. He brought out the head chef um, and the sous chef. And um, they just talked about... I mean, their passion for cooking... And not just cooking, but cooking for entertaining was so apparent. Like she just loved talking about the food and the sourcing of the ingredients and what we are about to taste. And how much thought and passion her and her team, she made sure she always recognized the team as well, that they, they put all of their energy into this one private dinner just for one group, this exclusive menu. And uh, that just started off the storytelling of all of the food and drink we're about to start off with. And there we went through our courses. Any particular course stand out to you? that I know there's a lot, so we probably can't talk about all of them.
1: Shoot, what was my favorite?
0: You had caviar for the first time.
1: I did have caviar for the very first time. I had caviar and veal for the first time. And duck pate
0: for the first time.
1: And duck pate. (laughs) Look at that. Cherries. Like, what? Yeah. Um, And I have to say, caviar was not scary at all, you guys. It's like, I mean, it was mixed with a bunch of other stuff, which made it uh, very nice. Um, However, I didn't taste the crazy fishiness or saltiness that everybody talks about. So that was... A nice surprise because I was very uh, like, oh lordy, I'm gonna, like spit <laughs> right. this back up. Sorry. Yeah, it was
0: not <laughs> salty at all as I expected.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I wish I could remember my favorite one. I think that whole dinner thing was like all a blur for me as well because everything was. I think the. Sorry, let me just retreat on that. The biggest thing for me was the, the presentation of all the food, not yeah. even the taste of all the food. The food was amazing, all of it. That's why I can't even say which one was my favorite. But the presentation was gorgeous. If you've ever been to a fine dining experience, I've only been to one other one, and it was at Napa Rose with you, Mike. There we go. Um, otherwise, I've never been to a uh, coursed-out meal like this. And what it is is each plate is pretty small. Like, there's smaller bites of um, a larger, like, if you were to order it on your own, you would have a full portion of it. This is a small portion, Um, which is great because it was over, like, three hours. I think we were eating for at least three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a very long time, very long dining experience. And so you didn't necessarily get, I mean, we all ended up super full, but you didn't get super full early, so then you couldn't eat the rest. So it kept you, like, your palate going, and you kept wanting more. And every time it came out, it was just like an art piece in the table in front of you. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to eat this. It's so beautiful.
0: There was one dish in particular that they plated it so specifically that they wanted us to look at it from a certain angle as they explained the story behind the dish. And it had a symbol on the plate that you had to rotate to like two o'clock in front of you to make sure that you had the food in the right spot. I just thought that was This one
1: was hilarious. Because Mike said that to me, and I was like, "Oh!" And I got nervous, and I turned it because there was a Tinkerbell on the plate. Remember? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, "You have to have it." So Tinkerbell's at two o'clock, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" So I turned it, and then you're like, "Just kidding!" And then turns out they said the exact same thing, and right? you like just happened to, <laughs> oh my gosh, according to Mike TV, but it was actually yep. true on accident.
0: <laughs> I think it was actually a dragonfly. Uh, oh dragonfly just Orleans kidding dragonfly but you know if you saw Tinkerbell you saw Tinkerbell it's it, the magic you know what? is that that's
1: that's just fine <laughs> i saw whatever i did want to see
0: my favorite dish was This might sound a little bit basic, but was the Indian dish. It tasted like...
1: Oh, yeah, that was really good. It
0: was so good. It was so flavorful. It was not overly spicy. Um, I love Indian food. So it was was a little bit like um, a curry, like a tikka masala type of thing. And just enough bites so that you felt satisfied. And then you're waiting for whatever was next. It was really cool.
1: Right. I also, I'm looking back at my pictures right now as we're talking about, I loved the razor clams, actually. That was like one of our yeah. very first, or I think it was our first, and that was really cool because that was a bonus dish. You're right. That wasn't even included on the actual menu. That was just something that they happened to be able to put together and give to us that night, and I actually loved it. It had this like creamy herb sauce with like a bunch of veggies in there as well, and there was, there was some really special veggie that was in there. Do you remember what anything about it?
0: Um, is it the one that's from Hawaii? Yes. Yes. That's that's kind I of can't all remember I remember, what it was called, but was that it was yeah, it was from Hawaii. Um and this what it looked like was sort of or what the entire dish looked like was sort of like a semi evaporated chowder. So that again you wouldn't get super full from a lot of broth. There was just enough broth so that each bite of clam had a little bit of soup with it. Genius. Genius, just genius.
1: Genius. Absolutely. Um, the other one that was really good too, I think again was short rib. Was it? Do we have short rib twice? Yes. It had that little like ravioli. Do you remember? It was like a piece of pasta with like a creme sauce on top of it, and then the port. Uh, pot roast or whatever it was underneath it it was so good that was
0: good that was the one that had red wine reduction and you know even if it's just cooking wine they probably use some fancy wine um, it dur- right. does burn the alcohol off just so you know Jen um, but yeah yes. that, that was also delicious and remember each one came with a wine pairing so for the most part it worked um, I wasn't planning to drink heavily this evening, so I really just tasted the wine with each thing versus drinking the wine. So it felt more like when you go on a wine tasting experience, for example. But some people sure did drink all the wine. which Yes, you know, they did. And live your best <laughs> life, okay? <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, and it was, because there was so many courses, that was a lot of wine. Yeah. So you add that all up? It was a lot of wine. It was bad, a lot of wine. And we according.
0: went from, uh, we followed protocol with the sommelier, which normally you start from white, you get the light wines, and then you end with the darkest red wines, and then you end with a sweet dessert wine. So we did exactly that. Um, the dessert freaking had 24 karat gold on it. <laughs>
1: Oh, and that was the most amazing... It was like a... It looked like a white chocolate, like, wafer thing that you might see normally on a dessert. However, this one was a little different. It was made somehow with coconut, and it was really, like, crispy. Oh, my God, it was so good. I was, like, obsessed with that thing. And then the strawberries are from this special farm that's local to the parks, and um, I'm forgetting the name of it, but they... Instead of cramming their crops full of strawberries, they spread them out, and so that they all get the right amount of nourishments. And you get red all the way through the strawberry. It's like the sweetest strawberries you can find. And they don't do any shipping or anything. They just you have to go buy them at the farm. So that was super cool too. Yeah, those, those were the most strawberries, strawberries I've
0: ever had. The. Um... Chef, she hyped up the strawberries at the very beginning of the dinner, and so I was waiting for these, and they delivered. <laughs> they <laughs> they
1: were like, delivered. Like they from understood the assignment. Like
0: the Garden of Eden or something, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and it was what was the dish? Oh it was kind gosh. of like a play on strawberry shortcake with the big chocolate wafer in it. It was it was really good.
1: Yeah, it had like a it was like almost like a custard, and then it had a little flat. On the bottom of it, of uh, it almost was like a cookie or something, yeah, I don't like, know a how to like a type shortbread type of thing, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, buttery. and then they had
1: like the um. <laughs> My name, like, this fine dining is not for me. Like, I don't get, I don't know any of the terminology. Like, they had, like, strawberry juice all over it. like
0: Compote (laughs) and all those things. Compote,
1: exactly, yeah. Like, I need the fancy words in my vocabulary.
0: (laughs) And then every time we finished a bottle, or every time they, they did a wine pairing, they would leave the bottle on the mantle of the fireplace next to this mirror that we were talking about. So this entire fireplace made of marble with a beautiful mirror in front of it and the chandelier, or the candelabra, it kept transforming throughout the night not just the mirror but the bottles would be added onto it and he would encourage us to take photos they they really um (laughs) brought it home to us that we need to take pictures of the wine they kept saying we're not going to remember unless we have visual evidence of this so i'm glad you got pictures of the food i got pictures of the wine so we can remember this forever
1: right um, and another non-drinker thing, um, they also had special drinks for for the people who are not drinking alcohol, and I thought that was really cool too. A lot of time we kind of get forgotten, like they'll put like cranberry juice in a in a pint glass and call it a day for us. However, at the open bar, I got a really fancy uh, glass for my uh, virgin drink, and then also at dinner, I had a
0: a Pinot Noir. Thank pinot you. Pinot Noir. Which is not wine in this case. That was so cool to hear about that. And I'm so glad you were able to get that.
1: I didn't even know they had that. Neither did I. Basically, they call it non-alcoholic wine. And it's made the same way as wine. However, they don't let it ferment. So then it's not alcoholic. So I had that. That was crazy. And then he also had this really fancy grape juice, which I was like, whatever. It doesn't sound exciting. And then I tasted it and I was like, can I get can I get some more of that? Can I? <laughs> right. It was so good. Just like by far the best grape juice I've ever had in my entire life for sure. Like I don't was even that think I've one ever sparkling juice? No. No. Okay. No, it was just regular. It was clear, so it was like a white grape juice or something. But it was so good and so sweet. Ugh! And went with the dinner very well too. And they also paired the non-alcoholic drinks along with the dinner as well, which I just thought was so cool. Yeah. Like when I asked for more, he's like. Well, this doesn't really go with this dish, but sure. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, excuse me."
0: <laughs> Speaking of sweet, uh, the dessert wine was actually an ice wine um, from the Nordic region. Which, for those who do drink dessert wines, I, I'm not a fan of it. They're usually like too sweet, and I can't drink too much of it. Usually, it's like a port wine, um, but this ice wine was divine. It was just this. It was smooth. It was sweet, but not too sweet, and it was just that little kiss good night at the end of the dinner. Which was wonderful. Then they also served us coffee and tea. Something I forgot to mention was there was an intermission in this three-hour dinner, which I was, was just going right, to bring that up too. Very much needed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we got to all go out on the balcony. They gave us drinks to like kind of. Have in our hand and go out and take a little breather on the balcony, and it was so nice because we were starting to get pretty full at that point. Yeah, and then it was like we had another moment to like let it settle down, and then we came back in for more. So that was so nice. I, I need that more often. That.
0: I need a break right during dinner.
1: <laughs> right, like on a normal, like can we just make that a thing? Yes. <laughs> um. So then I guess that basically wraps up dinner and the viewing of the Disney's um, or the Dream Suite. And then at the very end, we had another intermission. We went outside, and we got to watch the fireworks from the balcony. Yeah,
0: that was nice.
1: So so nice. Um, If you happen to go to 21 Royal while Fantasmic is opened, it's, like, smack right in front of you. It's, like, the best viewing ever for Fantasmic. However, we were a little bit early, so we didn't get to watch Fantasmic, but we did get to watch the fireworks right over the top of Big Thunder Mountain, which is gorgeous as well. The Mark Twain's just parked right there, and yeah. it was going around, so we could take photos of it in the background. Oh, so that You could
0: see, beautiful. also, on the right side, the Matterhorn with the projections that were going on. And then they were piping in all the music right into New Orleans Square, so we could also hear... The music with a fireworks show. It was a really, really cool vantage point. Very unique.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, and then when we came back in, we were surprised to see that our place settings had changed a little bit with these lovely 21 Royal branded gift bags on every single one of our seats. Do you want to tell people what was in that gift oh, bag? Oh,
0: my goodness. Okay. So we received <laughs> the bag. It had our menu back, again, with our initials on it and the uh, the stamped the seal, the wax seal, and then inside were other things. And the chef told a story, something along the line, this is going to be my version of what I heard, which was like, she didn't want us to, or they, all of them, didn't want us to forget this experience and wanted to make sure that the next morning we still knew what we experienced the night before. And so we were given this, um, a pastry. I ate, I did eat it a couple days later. It was like maybe orange cranberry sort of, Muffin-type scone. Um, There was a bag of freshly roasted coffee beans that were not ground, so you could take that back with you. There was also, oh gosh, what else was in there? Oh, the pin. I'm thinking of the food, but there was a lot of non-food things that were really cool, too.
1: Right, yeah. So there was a collectible pin, which you can only get from experiencing 21 Royal, they were going for way too much money on eBay. However, I would never sell mine because I want to remember this moment forever yes. with my pin. Um, and it was a lovely little, like, case. Like, you would, like, have an engagement ring case yeah, for Yeah,
0: it was legit.
1: <laughs> legit. So, overall, just such a lovely and classy way to leave a, an experience. They, they were like, here, we're going to take care of you in the morning as well. Like, what? I've yeah. never even heard of that before. It was so, like, thoughtful and, like... Oh, so cool. So um, I guess that's pretty much the end. We then met up again in the living room and did our after photo that I talked about earlier. Um, we switched around a little bit because the troublemakers were sitting on the couch the first time. So then we switched it up and let the troublem- the real troublemakers sit on the couch <laughs> the second time, right? <laughs> um, and yeah, just overall amazing experience. Um, they then offered for those who wanted to head back to the Grand Cal to go ahead and take the shuttle. But we opted to stay in the park. It was now about 10 p.m.
0: Yeah, and I would say it it was so choreographed by the time that he was offering how we would like to leave. The Dream Suite started clocking. The clock went off and it was like Cinderella. It felt like the ball was over and it was time to leave. (laughs) Like the lights dimmed for a second and came back on such a cool way to end it it was like a full on yeah it was last call it was the end get out
1: (laughs) the end oh and that was another cool thing um I was talking about going uh we're gonna go to the Pixar dance party over at the Tomorrowland Terrace and I'm like shoot I'm wearing heels and then what does he do he offers us flats like every all the women who were wearing heels they went and got um like some of those roll up flats ladies if you guys have those you know what I mean and they roll up and they go in a little bag um
0: that was, was just such, such a, a smart
1: nice touch that they thoughtful. like so thoughtful again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like they have all the everything covered. Like they just know exactly what their guests are going to need and want and they're ready for it. Even me with a wardrobe malfunction, which I'll tell you about really quick. I was so excited about the freaking bathtub. I jump right in. it, I'm wearing a dress and I have a cardigan over it. And I'm taking all these photos. And, of course, it's, like, weird because you're, like, laying in this bathtub and moving around. I must have, like, yanked at my dress at some point because the dress is not super tight on me. So it wasn't that. So I don't actually know how this happened because that's usually when something kind of pops open. Like, you split your pants. (laughs) I split the entire zipper in the back of my dress. Like, the whole thing. I just started walking. I'm like feels loose what's wrong with my dress but then I told um our, one of our lovely waiters or waitresses and I was like do you by any chance have safety pins it was such a random ask and she came back in like a minute with a bunch of safety pins for me I'm like Oh my god. This place is amazing. <laughs> it's
0: so nice. So nice that they had that ready for you. And good thing you had that cardigan on. Nobody knew anything happened. No, it so. covered it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> it was
1: so funny. If that zipper had gone any lower, I would have been totally like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like, KO for the day.
0: <laughs> one last thing yeah. about uh like souvenirs is I'm I'm I am glad that we got the twenty one pin, I think. That is like the ultimate souvenir of it. I was so tempted to buy the one souvenir that they sold. There was one thing and it was a wine decanter. It was this gorgeous crystal wine decanter with the Royal 21 logo on it for about $700. And the gentleman (laughs) told me I could only buy it that day and that day only, you know, unless I went back to 21 Royal, which will be never. But you can only get it while you're dining. I was so tempted and I'm so thankful that I talked myself out of it because I just got the pin and the pin is actually better. I'm not going to use that decanter anyways, <laughs> uh, but it was a beautiful decanter. So if you ever make it out there, make sure you save 700 bucks if you're a wine person because you're going <laughs> to want that. on
1: top of everything else. Yep. <laughs> um, and one other cute thing that happened at the end was our butler said, like, do you mind if I sing Happy Birthday? And he's sang Happy Birthday to Jessica. He we all did. joined in, so he had to that sing by nice. himself. But uh, it was very sweet for um, someone to put themselves out there like that. I thought it was kind of cute, because he, he literally didn't put any pressure on us to sing. He just was like, I'm going to sing Happy Birthday.
0: That right. was <laughs> so cute. I just remember there were some uh, complimentary souvenirs. We sure did take some of those napkins and nice paper towels oh, yeah. with the 21 Royal logo on yeah, it.
1: Yeah, so... They had these super thick paper towels or napkins in the restrooms, just like Club 33. If you've ever had one of the Club 33 ones, it's like really thick. And it has the gold emblem on it for the, it's like the same thing. So I was like, I have to have a 21 Royal one. Yeah. To go along with my Club 331, like my best souvenir.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, Another guest, I won't say any names, also found out that the toilet paper had a 21 Royal seal on it. So, you know, when you first enter a nice hotel... To show that they did the cleaning, they always put the last square of toilet paper into a point, and then they put a nice logo sticker on it. And so she was able to grab that 21 Royal sticker, which was very cool.
1: That's so cute. (laughs) So yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. We wrapped it up with after hours, right? At Pixar. We did. We headed over to Pixar... Um, Dance party over in Tomorrowland Terrace. That was a blast. And then we took a Grand Circle tour on the railroad. Like, what better way is there to end the night? Oh, and then even cooler, we took the Grand Circle tour. And while we went to the Main Street station, the Main Street Electrical Parade was going by right then.
0: Yeah. So we got to
1: watch it from the station. And then we continued on it. And then over at the Toontown station... It was like coming around to small world. So we got to see the parade two times on the entire it was route, so which is so cool. It's so like we, cool. like, it like, we like followed bonus.
0: it alongside of it. Yeah. It really cool.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, we even had to wait speaking of waiting for trains earlier. We had to wait for the parade floats to go off stage before the train could go by. You're anymore. right,
0: you're right. <laughs> oh, and then around that time is when we found out about this magic shot that I think is still there.
1: Oh my god, I'm so mad.
0: <laughs> Tell us what it, yes, is, it is not. Yes, it's still
1: there. <laughs> I don't know if it has an end date yet, but um, I I think it's just going to be there probably while the parade is here. Um, And you get to stand, and this is according to Jen Diz, you get to stand in between two of the Main Street Electrical Parade floats, which are the two, like the turtle and the snail or something like that, like two of the ones that like kind of roam around. And I was so excited to stand between these freaking floats. And I get there and they're like, oh, well, it's not actual floats. I'm like, what do you mean? It was a magic <laughs> shot. They just photo imaged the the floats and later. It looks so real that I had no doubt in my mind that I was going to get to get that close to a float and take a picture with it. it,
0: it the people's pictures looked so real. Um, I did keep questioning, like logistically, like how are they going to pull those two floats out of the parade? So we were trying to rack our mind on how they do this. So when we found out the answer, it kind of made sense. Uh, but you noticed right. something that was really funny: is in someone's Instagram, they had <laughs> a photo with the floats in pure daylight, <laughs> but the floats were lit up as if it was—it looked like nighttime, like fully shining, which kind is of it nailed even- it.
1: Yeah, even then, it looked still real. You know how when you have something Photoshopped from the daytime into a nighttime shot, you can hella tell the lighting's <laughs> off? It still looked good. I don't know what they did, but they did it right because I was blown away. The magic shot created magic for me until I took the photo. And then what happened with our photos, Mike?
0: We are standing there in an empty place pavement near the corner of small world's queue and we did not get any magic shot turtles put into our photo so fail on that photo pass person i'm staring at it like, right now i'm refreshing our photo pass and there still is nothing except the two of us standing there like losers with this empty <laughs> pavement.
1: it's like the worst area too because it's just wide open there's yeah. nobody over there and we they had us like pointing at them and stuff and so we're just like yeah there's nothing going on
0: I'm so mad
1: Oh my god hilarious. Wait
0: a minute so I'm not even kidding double. you I refreshed it one more time as we Stop were talking it. and it says here refreshed at 5:23 p.m. which is the time we're recording this 8:23 and it's in here It's in here
1: What it's You liar Mike I'm me. not even lying
0: the ones yeah, of us pointing they're in there it show suddenly me on came Zoom a liar
1: oh my god no they are yeah is else
0: oh my gosh okay we'll post that so y'all can see what we're talking about look at that live on before air before and afters they heard us okay i i'm sorry photo pass so guy weird. i'm sorry about it you did it thank you that
1: is so weird
0: <laughs> that is wow. very weird
1: oh my gosh well what
0: well the night didn't even end there is that the night we went to the viewing veranda or was that the next night
1: viewing veranda when did we
0: watch uh, oh, World of color?
1: oh yeah that was that was a me and you thing so um the night before we had saw that there was a grad night and we found out or two nights before and then the night of our 21 royal we knew there was a grad night that night too so they were going to have their own special world of color so you and i uh laura and jessica were kind enough to loan us their hotel key so we could access the veranda without staying at the grad california <laughs> And we went up there at 1.40 in the morning to watch this World of Color. We're the only ones there. Only ones there. Only ones there, and we got to watch it. And it was really interesting because it was um, a a whole new World of Color just made for grad night. So it was a bit shorter. However, they had... um, Like club music, like pop music and whatnot during the show. So it was kind of like, like I think you said it felt very Vegas.
0: Yeah, it had a Vegas vibe in a good way. Like it was really cool.
1: Right, which is actually weird because we also just came from there. Like what a blur this whole week has been, right? So, woo.
0: And then being able to like peek in to DCA, from our vantage point and see and hear grad night again it was pop music club music like pumping and thumping which is a weird contrast anytime you're in a disney park right Um, but yeah congrats to class of 2022 there they were yes i just
1: realized you know it'd be a fun night to be staying at that hotel during oogie boogie bash
0: oh you you could could, like see everyone's
1: costumes walking by and whatnot that That would would be be cool so cool so cool All right. So that was our 21 Royal experience. What an amazing experience. Thank you so much again, Jessica, for inviting us to your birthday. I feel super special.
0: Eternally grateful. Um, Happy birthday.
1: Yeah. And this is such a great, just a real quick um, moment about me and Jessica. So Jessica and I have been friends now for, I don't even know, like at least 10 years, if not longer. And it's kind of cool how it all started. It all came out from being a Disney Disneyholic. Um, way back in the day, I used to run a club in the Bay Area called the Bay Area Disneylanders. And it was essentially just me going crazy not knowing people in the Bay Area that are also speaking our language, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. right? Um, and I wanted to find those people and then just have hangouts because we are far from the park. So let's do things together. Maybe go to the museum every now and then, the Walt Disney Family Museum. Um, go to some of the new movies that are Disney related, like just, or just hang out even and just go to fun, like fun restaurants and talk Disney together. So I started that little club and that's how I met Jessica. Um, and throughout the time she's like always like hung out and we've always like, we've got closer friends and she's like came over to my house a bunch for hangouts and whatnot. So I just love that it all started from being a Disney holic and here we are. Celebrating her birthday together, at 21 royal, and I just thought that was such a, like a cool way that that all came together instead of it just being like a random friend. It's like an actual Disney Hallik friend. Like
0: yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> it was so cool and nice to meet other close friends and family members, including uh, Laura and Jessica's parents. Shout out to them. Super sweet. Oh my god, they had so such cute. a good time. These are-
1: you guys, their parents are the cutest people on the planet. I had this amazing video. I hope I'm not sharing too much. Sorry. But Laura was, like, holding her mother's shoulders, and they were singing Let It Go to the Fireworks. It's the most, <laughs> like, the sweetest thing. I, I was like, I'm going to record this so that they can have this forever because it's so cute. So cute. So adorable. Um. So, yeah. So that was 21 Royal. Um. I thought it would be a, a fun thing to do is to say – The usual, was it worth it? I think this is the main question that we get with any big experience, even as small as going to Oogie Boogie Bash or any of these uh, after-hour nights, let alone something like 21 Royal. So, Mike, was it worth it? Let's just do yes or no's at the beginning.
0: Just yes or no's? I would say this particular experience with this group and our hosts, yes.
1: That's a very good point. It is Crucial, and I say this for every Disney experience, to have the right group to do things with. So we did have the right group, yeah. and it was wonderful.
0: I think at However, one point the, the, wrong group. the butler had said, sometimes people come and nobody knows each other because they're like just 12 people who pooled together to be able to go to it, mm-hmm. uh, which I imagine would not be as special or intimate. So yeah, I'd say yes for this right. group of people and this type of experience that you're looking for.
1: Right, so I did some introspection on this. Um, so twenty one Royale has Royale, Royale. 21 Royal Royal <laughs> Has a pretty hefty price tag along with it. It is fifteen thousand dollars for a party up to twelve. So like if you want to go by yourself or just with your partner or your best friend, it would still be fifteen thousand dollars. Oh right? gosh,
0: they did say there was a, a couple who came, just the two of them.
1: Just the two of them. And they wouldn't yep. tell
0: us who it is we did ask and they wouldn't tell I'm us. like,
1: tell me everything. <laughs> You know that was John's Stamos and Caitlin. Come on.
0: Oh, my gosh. Ah,
1: the dream. Um, so when you break it down, we did have a group of 12, which is the maximum amount of people. Um, it's basically 12 50 each. And then I was thinking immediately, like, I could never afford this. Like, it's just not something I could do again. But when I started really thinking about it, the value really started showing itself. One thing that I compared it to was the French Laundry in San Francisco, which is world-known it's like this super fancy restaurant. Um, it's the I'm not even gonna bring it up, but Newsome was there recently. It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Like, <laughs> it's like a very well known restaurant for being that type of really nice dining experience, fine dining experience. Um, and this one alone, at the lowest rate you'll be paying to go to French Laundry is three hundred and fifty dollars already. So like, and that's just a random dining experience, not Disney related and at not all, private, right? not private, right? So that's another thing you add to it. Now it's a private dining experience with just you and your guests, nobody else. Like, that's got to be doubling the price, if not more, right? Like, imagine renting out a private room at a restaurant. It's always super expensive. So you have that. We had six people, like, there, like, giving 100% attention to us the entire time. A sommelier, a butler. We had uh, two chefs and the sous chef. And then we had, I'm not sure... The, the beautiful lady who was helping us out that, that night. I don't she know was kind of like the
0: miscellany, was. right? Like she did everything. She, yeah. <laughs> was, she was the bartender at the open bar, but she was also the person uh, making sure our water glasses were full. So she kind of just did everything else, I guess.
1: Right. She was all over the place. She's also the one that saved my wardrobe malfunction. So yes. shout out to her. Um, but the six staff or six people on staff fully dedicated to your experience. Like that's insane. And then, of course, like, the top chefs of Club 33, and it just goes on and on, like, the amount of things that you get with this, let alone the Disney touch.
0: And right? and kind of like, like that tour museum thing. Of, right. Of you, all. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I didn't even mention that. Yeah. You get to experience the Dream Suite. Like, people pay money to go on tours to see the Dream Suite, like, when it is available. So there you're already getting a tour added to it. There was also an open bar. Yep. And think about all that wine we drank. That was probably the cost alone for that. Yeah, wine. I think
0: the wine is really important. So if anybody is like a huge wine pairing person fan, uh, this would definitely, definitely be up your alley. The way he talked about these wines sounded... So um, they um the ones that were, like, vintage seemed like they were so exclusive to drink. You know, I don't know the prices of each of these bottles, but I imagine they'd be all three figures or up if you were to order them at, like, Carthay Circle or um, California Grill, Disney World, places like that.
1: Right. And then another thing to mention is that you had premier seating for either Fantasmic or the fireworks. Right. And that's, like... People do those dessert packages and whatnot to get those as yeah.
0: well. And the seats aren't <laughs> even as good. Oh, and we didn't even expect this, but the collectible pin, one of a kind exclusive.
1: Oh, yeah. Collectible pin, all the take home stuff. So at first I was going to say that I financially, I probably couldn't do it again. However, I now would want to do it again. Now that I really see the full experience of it and realize like what value you're getting out of it, I 100% think it was worth it and like the value is there. I understand the reason it costs what it cost. I get that. So, I think like how Mike said, if you're into wine, like even in the slightest, like you will learn so much and just it was so detailed. Same with if you're a foodie at all. And if you can afford it, I would say 100% do 21 Royal, right? Yes. Like yes.
0: hands down. And I would say like anything that you splurge on, there's no point in comparing it to something else at that price, which I think is what I, my brain was doing initially in the very beginning was like, oh, I could get uh application membership to club 33 or I could get more DVC points with this, but it's not about that. It's about, is this worth what that costs, and everything you just explained, it is 1,000%. And then you get the memories, which are, you cannot pay for those.
1: Right, right. And then being a Disney Disneyholic on top of it, it's kind of something you have to try at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's so much history in that one little building, and it has been many things yep. for many people over the decades, which was really cool. We got to be part of it in 2022. How cool
1: right. is that? <laughs> right? Oh, amazing. I am still like beaming from it. We we're there after that uh, evening for another couple of days because Mike and I both decided that we're like, OK, we're super busy. There's all these things going on. Like, why don't we stay for the weekend when we could just do regular Disney? Yeah. Right. Um, so before I move on, we just are going to do a quick trip report of the rest of our trip. But do you have any more things to say about 21 Royal?
0: think that wraps it up with a nice little bow.
1: Nice little bow. bloop. Um, right, I agree. Um, and then, of course, if anyone has any questions, they can always reach out to us. We can share whatever you'd like to know about the experience. Um, but let's move on. So we did the 21 Royal on Friday, and then Saturday, <laughs> this was interesting. So actually, to go back to Friday real quick, I got my very first Magic Key Um like fail uh like no show thing pop up. Oh, in my that's email. right.
0: Because we both had park reservations for Disneyland for Friday.
1: Yep. And then what we didn't think about is like, oh, we don't need that because Twenty One Royal includes entrance to the park. So we never even went through the front gate. Right. Except for when we were leaving at like one in the morning and that's too late, right? <laughs> so um we uh Oh, yeah, so we never scanned in, and so we got a hit on our no-show list.
0: Whoops. Whoops. You did not show up for your reservation with your magic yep. key. I got
1: that email. Shame. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm one of those people. I was trying to be really good and, like, not, not do that. But it happened nonetheless. And we do have um, different
0: magic keys. <laughs> you have We do. The, I have... What's mine? The Enchant or the Believe?
1: En- enchant, I'm yes.
0: Enchant. Your Believe. So mine is a lower tier with more blockout dates. Including Saturday, <laughs> which I swear I, I had happened, a reservation.
1: I could have sworn, too, because I, I remember looking at all the the dates. You know how it's kind of a cluster on there as well? If you have anybody paired with you on the app, it shows everybody's reservations.
0: Yeah, it's very confusing. So it just confusing.
1: gets a, into a mess. So I was like... I can't even tell what's going on on this thing. And I totally thought I saw two guests and it might have been me plus one of the people linked on my account or something.
0: And it's really weird because when in my app, I went to my Disney Genie day and it said I'm at Disneyland with a reservation. Me, as in Mike TV um right. which shouldn't show anyone's connected so yeah they have some work to do with the app eventually what happened is we didn't find out that I did not have a reservation until we tried to scan in at the front gate saturday afternoon um i was told i didn't have yeah, a we reservation were that sure what's that <laughs>
1: We were that sure. Yeah, that we were, were that, that we sure. Like
0: We weren't check. even trying to like play any games. We were just trying to get in for the day. Um, and so we ended up splitting up, which was totally fine. I was so tired. I was ready to go back to the hotel room um, and play some PS5 because I brought that hunk of a machine. So I needed to at least play it a little bit on, this, <laughs> <laughs> on their TV. Um, so you did a little bit of a solo day. How was that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it actually wasn't too much of a solo day, but I was super bummed when Mike left because I was like, cool, we finally get, like, Disneyholic time in the park. And then Mike couldn't come in. I was like, man. Yeah, the way it
0: happened was, like, really sad.
1: (laughs) Right. It was very sad. And then I was like, it's okay, Jen. You're going to go watch the Disneyland Band and everything's going to be fine. And then all of a sudden, here's Lisa, happiest vegan on earth. She's in the park. So is her sister, Laura. She joins me for the parade or the the parade, the flag retreat. We watch that together. And then I am spending the entire day with Lisa and friends off and on throughout the day. So it was me and Lisa. And then we kind of like gathered up with other people throughout the day. So got to see a bunch of people, got to also meet a lot of new people, uh, shout out to Fargo. I met her and got to hang out with her later in the evening. Um, I ran into my friends, Scott and Billy. It was just like a crazy day in the park. Like, I saw so many people. Um, So it definitely was not a solo day, even though we thought it was going to be.
0: (laughs) And some of the best people to run into. We love Lisa. We love her Instagram. And just the chill vibes that we're always looking for when we're hanging out with people in the park.
1: Right. Mike, you said it the best because I started explaining, like how it is to go with different types of people like you have your first timers and you're kind of like go 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 the whole day you want to show them all the things and you have like the disney hogs that we can kind of cruise and do whatever but then you also have another breed of disney holic which is the disney holics local yeah edition (laughs) and like they literally just like want to chill in disneyland which i love and you you called it like a country club like disneyland is their country club they could just come here and have dinner if they want and leave or Whatever, and I'm like, oh, I want this life. It's oh so my cool. goodness!
0: Like, see who so else, cool. see what other club members you run into when you're there on the park right? on a yeah, Saturday <laughs> exactly. afternoon. Exactly. Like it was we really sat cool.
1: in the Starbucks, the Market House on Main Street for over an hour, girl talking. Like we were having girl talk at this table, <laughs> and then we happened to get this table right next to a window on Main Street, and we got to watch the Electrical Parade go right by us. It was like the best seating. We're like, cool, just wow. could like have seats and sit here. It was such a good time, um, and I forgot to mention right before we actually went into the park, we actually met up with our birthday girl again, because they were doing a cake a cating, cake cating, cake cutting of the most beautiful cake. Yes. It was an Encanto themed cake that her sister Laura um, commissioned in the local area down in LA, um, and then they had like a whole charcuterie board out with a Mickey sourdough bread. It was amazing. You guys are like whatever this is like the most amazing experience
0: this was the best birthday party i've ever been to in my entire life
1: right i'm like (laughs) oh my gosh and then we did a little bit of gift exchange there not exchange gift giving for the birthday girl and then we kind of went our separate ways they were hanging out in the hotel for the day and then um actually later in the evening i came back to get what they had made for us as party favors these, this party even had party favors. You guys, please invite me to all your birthdays. I'm just saying. It was the best party. <laughs> um, and they had these cookies made. Um, if you've ever seen those like sugar cookies with the icing, they're super like almost like printed, but they're hand painted yeah, on. So detailed. Um, yeah, they had all the things. They had Fantasmic, they had a Main Street electrical parade, like the fireworks, like everything that is that Jessica loves because it was her birthday on a format of a cookie. And we ought to all take a little box of them home. Like, what? So put together, so awesome. Um, so I actually went back there in the evening to pick them up because they're in these big boxes. And they were upstairs watching World of Color. So me and Lisa headed upstairs and watched World of Color again from that same terrace.
0: Nice. That's perfect. So, um, this I know that's very uh, eventful time. So Laura, uh, one of uh, the family members there, she did a really cool experience, which was a yoga on the pool surface so aqua yoga and it doesn't seem popular it seems like really hard it seems like a lot of core work plus balance plus the actual yoga Um, but it sounds like she had a, a fun time doing that but just for those who stay at the grand Californian, if you're into fitness they have all kinds of like unique experiences there that you can only do at the grand cal with that trainer so check that out too
1: yeah, and you can go. They have ones that you can go in the park before opening. I think she said she did a core class
0: so over by cool. like the pier. And I'm sure like, like the lots, sun like, is the rising. Pal around right there. Yeah. What?
1: Or Pixar Pal now? Whatever it's called, <laughs> Mickey's Pal around. I'm just mixing it up now. Um. So that was Saturday, and then Sunday, the last day, I'm going to talk about. Um. Was that was kind of my solo day. So. I went for the first portion of the day. I got up early. I went in. Not super early. I got in like 10 o'clock. And I wanted to just see all the people. All the characters. All the things. Because I know they all stop at like 2 p.m. So I'm like, alright, I gotta get there early. So I got in. I saw the Dapper Dans. I watched a Disneyland band. Which I also found out they have like five or six different show times. And they're all in some different place. Like one is in front of the train station. One's in front of the castle. One is like roaming. One is like... Where's the other one at? There was another weird one.
0: Did they have one, oh, on, one the, the uh, retreat, which... thing. on the Carousel of Progress thing? On what? The Carousel of Progress. Uh, sometimes I see people post that at the Disneyland band. Oh,
1: up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. up on the, the things. I didn't see them do that. However, I have seen that as well. Cool. I wonder if that was like a COVID time thing, but I can't remember. But anyway, it was really cool getting to track them down and see all their different ways of doing that. Um,. I also got to see Five and Dime. So shout out to one of our friends, Zoot, friend of the show, Zoot, who um, you may have heard uh, partially in our intro song on this podcast, Wink, Wink, Hint, Hint. (laughs) Um, So it was cool to see him perform with the Five and Dime group. Um, I saw them a couple times. Uh, And then as far as characters, I got to see the Scarlet Witch so, um, Wanda is obviously very popular right now because the new Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie just came out. So, the Scarlet Witch is out in all her glory, and she's only out till 2.30, and I want to tell you guys this because she's probably the shortest amount of time out, um, and the place to find her is, if you're picturing where you exit from Guardians of the Galaxy through the gift shop, she's way back there against the gate. So, also very hard to find. Like, she's not out roaming. She's, like, tucked away. So I had to ask a cast member for help finding her because I could tell it was like getting close to her end time. I'm like, can you help me, Whoa. please?
0: Whoa, she's like a Pokemon. Gosh, hard to find yeah, her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you have to go find her, throw a ball at her, see if she jumps in. <laughs> um, but I did catch her in my Pokeball and took a few photos with her. And it was very embarrassing because I was trying to talk and I'm awkward and socially awkward. And I asked her, I'm like, can you show me how to hold your hands? Like do the, you know, she has like a little magic thing with her fingers are pointed different ways. And so she's teaching me, and my freaking hands were shaking so no. bad. Because I'm just an anxious person. <laughs> so my fingers, you know, she, like, bends in her middle finger like a ballerina, kind of. And my fingers, like, ah, like It was
0: That's so shaking. embarrassing. Did she have those, like, burnt tips?
1: She did. That's
0: cool. Look she at that did. detail. She
1: did, yeah. She was beautiful. Um, so that was really, really cool. Um, and then I also got to see chip and dale rescue rangers another probably temporary thing because their film just came out um and i got to see them they were in the area it's like closer to monsters inc it used to be a captain america area do you remember that it was oh like a shield. okay yeah right like a little avengers area and then spider-man across the way so that has now been turned into rescue rangers is a little backdrop and they go out there and they're little like bomber jacket and the other guy has his like hawaiian jack or dale has his hawaiian thing on um so you got to take photos with them and that line was not even that bad it was like maybe 15 minutes long so it wasn't even that long to meet them they're so cute and so fun however i got like a third degree sunburn while i was (laughs) waiting in line so there's that i got to bring that home with me and we are now having a heat wave here in san francisco and i think i'm 40 degrees hotter than everybody else because of my sunburn yeah it's okay worth it <laughs> um, another fun interaction I had that day was I got to meet America Chavez now this is another tip one of the cast members gave me she said she just kind of roams like she doesn't stop she's one of those characters that just kind of keeps moving um, and oh she said that she's actually going to be in the Doctor Strange show that's happening right now so if you go wait over by the side somewhere like she didn't really tell me where she was like go wait over by the side you'll see her come out when she's done I'm like okay So I go over in the corner off to the side and there's nobody around and there's this like chain, like a little like rope or whatever, right? That goes into the backstage. So I'm like, she'll probably come around here. Let alone like one second later, she walks out all by herself and it's just me and her now. And I'm like, hi, like there's my social awkwardness again. I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I got all robotic and awkward. And then she's like, hi, what's your name? And all this stuff. And then she's like, do you want to walk with me? And I'm like, sure. And she had me walking all over Avengers Campus with her. Um, Morgan mentioned later that I probably was like her stand-in for her character handler.
0: <laughs> you looked safe safe and friendly.
1: Right, I like helped her get to her spot. So like when she finally got to her little area, she paused and she goes, do you want to take a photo together? And I'm like, absolutely. So we took a photo together um, after we had been talking for like five minutes walking around. And then she then took more people because then people started crowding around because she paused, and I was like, "Oh my god, it was so awkward, but such a cool like experience." I just wish I wasn't by myself.
0: <laughs> Ooh, girl, can we talk about America Chavez's wig though? <laughs> this character oh wig god. is awful. It looks like something from the Halloween store. It's it's Half obviously the time not we human hair. We were chatting. Hair.
1: I was just staring at her wig to be <laughs> <Yeah>. honest, but. <laughs>
0: It is what it is. I guess they had to make sure it looked like the movie. Uh, funny enough, every time we were walking around the park and I would see somebody in a denim jacket, I would point it out. I'd be like, oh, is that America Chavez?
1: <laughs> every time I asked if uh, if, if, it, if a cast member has seen her because she wanders, they're like, she's really hard to spot because not only do other people wear denim jackets and black jeans and whatever, Converse, but like, she also... like People Disney-bound nowadays. So yeah. like, they're getting... We have like 50 America Chavez. I'm like, it's like the exact opposite of Where's Waldo. It's like the (laughs) opposite problem. (laughs) There's too many of her. Um, I also noticed too, which I just think is so interesting, that she is wearing her pride pin. However, it's just the standard rainbow pride flag instead of the um, fully inclusive pin that is on her jacket in the movie, which I just thought was kind of weird. Very interesting. It's
0: fine.
1: She's still wearing one. That's good. Um, let's see, is there anybody else interesting I met that day? I think that was about it for like the new characters I met. I got to see, of course, a ton of the other ones that are standard uh, in the park meet and greets. Um, but it was just a really fun day. And then I was realize, realizing that I have had it. I am so <laughs> hot. I'm exhausted. I didn't sleep much. I'm going to go back to the hotel. And right then Mike texts me. Or I don't think I had decided to go back to the hotel. I was like, where can I go? that I can just like sit for a while. And then Mike texts me a picture of this giant pepperoni pizza and he's like there's extra if you want some. I was like <laughs> see you in five. Yep. <laughs> wow.
0: Basically I was having breakfast. I had just woke up late afternoon <laughs> and I was ready for action. <laughs> Jen needed a break. And I needed some time to get ready so it was perfect.
1: It was great, yeah. So I came back, we took a midday break and then we headed into the park for the evening. Um, and again had like another really great like just evening in the park where we just did whatever we want to do. We did a lot yeah. of attractions, actually. I love all of Fantasyland. I
0: loved our last night, our Sunday night, because it was exclusively Disney. There was no right. Star Wars. There was no Marvel or any other branded IP riffraff. It was just the classic Disney. <laughs> we spent so much time in Fantasyland. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I need that. I need to remember just the pure Disney, you know?
1: Right, right. Oh, we we ruined it with Indiana Jones though.
0: I think that counts. I think it counts because okay, that's my okay. <laughs> my Disneyland memory, right? Like we grew up with Indiana right. Jones. It's
1: been there so long that it's just Disneyland. Yeah, it's yeah,
0: and it's still in Adventureland, so we'll we'll give that a pass.
1: And then one last note: if anybody here has heard and or been on the Dirty Cruise, please send us a message. The Dirty Cruise was an after hours last uh, boat ride of the night, Jungle Cruise ride that you could go on. Mike thinks I'm making it up and I need to prove it to him desperately. So, if you, especially if you have footage, please let me know. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I think we wrote Jungle <laughs> Cruise like maybe three times this trip. I think the most I've, <laughs> right? I've been and on it. I kept it.
1: asking the skippers, and I'm looking at all of them, they're like 22 years old. I'm like, no one's going to know about this. It wasn't even. Like, they'd stop doing it by the time these kids were born. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yes. Um, and I always but. forget. I do love Jungle Cruise. I kind of forget about it sometimes. If the line's long, I just overlook it. But Jungle Cruise in the evening, especially toward the end of the night, it's it's fun. It's relaxing. It's funny also. It's humorous. Right? Um, and I think we got the also, last boat, which was, like, the two times you've done that this weekend. This yep, past weekend.
1: Yep. It was also, like one of those moments again where I really like being a park closer because do you remember that like we went on Haunted Mansion you're like where is everyone yes. like, everyone left it was like our own park it was only like 10 o'clock at that point like everyone was just gone and yeah
0: like, New Orleans oh, Square was beautiful. empty like,
1: it was cool it wasn't like hot or cold it was like perfect weather and we were just like cruising around walking straight onto everything there was like no yep. lines at that point Oh my gosh. We even did Winnie the Pooh
0: to wrap up the story. I was trying to get up to all the storybook things, anything that had those uh, 2D walls that opened up. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm motioning my hands as if they're like flat boards. Um, So we got to do all those except I think Alice was having some issues. So I'll see Alice next time. But we did all the other ones, including Winnie the Pooh. So we did go all the way over to Critter Country for that. There was also a lot of cool merch that I saw over the weekend. Um, I purchased some things. There's some things that I didn't get to because as long as we were there, I still didn't have enough time for some reason. Um, But I was really hoping to go to Pandora. I'm like obsessed right now with getting pearl necklaces (laughs) as part of my look of 2022 slash 23, but I didn't make it there on time. So I got to go back and get a pearl necklace from Disney. That would be cool. Another highlight was their Pride collection. So the Disney Pride collection this year literally says Pride on it. And they have a new logo, and the the letter D in the word Pride is in that, you know, Disneyland D. And this is a big deal, because for a long time, they used to call it the Rainbow Collection. And you'd see the information about Pride and the donations that they do for the LGBTQ community in fine print, if you looked at it. But essentially, it was a rainbow merchandise collection. But this year, it's full-on, direct, specific Pride. And... You know, got to appreciate that, especially with everything that was going on with the Disney company in Florida over this year. It was really nice to see this collection come out. And everything looked awesome. There's Marvel. There's Star Wars. There's so traditional cute. Disney. Everything in rainbows.
1: Yep, yeah, And they're doing well because I, the only reason I didn't come home with any Pride merchandise is because there's nothing in my size. Like everything was sold out in wow. my size. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm not buying any of this, but I want all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I gotta say, like, it, it is touching. Like, I'll see a family um, with little kids and they're all wearing it. Or the little kid with rainbow ears. And, you know, whether or not it's intentional or she knows what that is, that's just so special. As me, as a gay kid in the 90s, like, if you saw a rainbow flag, it was a big deal. It meant you were safe. It meant there was an ally there. But now it's just everywhere. And... I'm going to cry. So cool. <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy. Oh. It's crazy. And then having it at a place that you love and want to be with, be at. And you know, it's, it's really special. I'm glad they did that.
1: You know what? There was another thing that kind of falls into the same conversation that we walked right through a conversation and I didn't tell you cause you were talking to me, but I wanted to tell you later. And so now I'm going to tell you cause I forgot to tell you later, <laughs> but I just thought it was cute. It's just one of those, um, Moments that might have been more taboo back when we were in high school. And we were walking by the people when we are getting on to Indiana Jones. Did you recognize or did you notice anything Maybe at not. this point? Maybe not. I don't think so. So there was one guy talking to another guy. And he's like, like, are you dating anyone? I don't know what they're... They're talking about having, like, a significant other or something. And he goes, well, like, I can't remember how it happened. But he basically said, like, he or she, blah, 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 blah. Like, he, he didn't, like, guess she... Or ask him anything straight. He just said like he or she, your partner or whatever. Like it was so cool to hear like that used out in public by like younger kids. Yeah, I'm like, this is so cool. It is. Like, so cool. I love the direction we're heading. It hopefully it keeps going instead of.
0: Yeah, and it's oh, Pride Month coming up it looks in like June. It might not, but <laughs> um, some other merch that I liked that I did buy was they have this Sky Skywalker Academy sort of uh, loungewear line, which I think is just so genius. So I got this pair of sweats. Uh, It's gray and green and maroon. And then it says Skywalker Academy down the leg. So it looks like I'm a student and I bought that from the student shop at Luke's Academy at whatever planet he's doing this on. Um, So I love those sweats. Super comfortable. I wore them right away as my pajamas. Um, They have this black and gold uh, classic Disneyland tee that's actually... Really, really, really nice. I only saw it in a couple of shops, including the one that normally has, like, the Coach uh, branded stuff. So it's black. It has the log- small logo or just maybe the D on the front chest and on the back, the castle with Disneyland. And it's it's pretty simple, right? You really liked it as well.
1: Yeah, I like it. I I thought it was on the front because there's another one that's similar. It has that. It's like a gold foil vinyl. Um, and it's really shiny. But the one I saw was like rainbow, but it was just kind of loud and obnoxious on the front. And I was like, I don't like that. But this one was on the back. Yeah. And it was solid gold, which I thought just would tone it down enough to where I like it. Like, and But I really like it. And then the front has that Disneyland D, um, almost like the Spirit jerseys have it just on the front. I'm like, I need that shirt. And I never went and got it. So they better have it by the next time I'm there.
0: And it it was soft. It was super soft and comfortable that I was able to wear it without washing. Um, There was also these new retro designs. So I bought a couple of tees that had like this 80s, 90s retro colorful look to it. um, So can't wait to wear those. I was really happy with the merch. I was actually specifically looking for um, bottle toppers like for wine bottles and glass soda bottles and I forgot to go look for it and it's because I'm currently obsessed with drinking diet coke out of glass bottles at home (laughs) which you could purchase not only is it better for the environment but it tastes so much better and it feels cooler and if you have a wine stopper you could plug it in and it keeps the carbonation going so you don't have to finish all the soda so I was really hoping I would bring back some Disney ones uh, but maybe next time (laughs) right now I have these really tacky ones from um Sorry to whoever gifted them to me, but they're from, (laughs) you know, like wiry art from like Sedona, Arizona, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. eh, It's not cute and it's like falling apart. So looking for some wine stoppers. If anybody knows of any cute Disney ones that I can get on Shop Disney, let me know, please.
1: Sweet. Well, I hope you all enjoyed our enormous trip report because this was a crazy trip and we had literally been looking forward to it for a very long time. It's been planned out for a long time and we just kept adding new and fun things to it. It ended up being like a jam-packed, crazy, super, super fun weekend. So we went, what did we talk about today? We went to 21 Royal, told you all about that. Um we also went to our first Patreon dinner, which is just so exciting Amazing. as creators. Like, ah, so fun. Um saw a ton of our friends, met so many new meet and greet characters and did quintessential Disney on top of all of it. Yes. And I think that's a pretty good trippy report, right? Oh,
0: it's, as some people say, <laughs> my cup is fulleth. My cup <laughs> is full. My cup
1: is overflowing. It's
0: overflowing. <laughs> well, I hope everyone else has an overflowing cup coming up soon. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode 86 of the Disney Holics show.
1: Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics.
0: And if you'd like to get in touch, send us a DM on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the disneyholics.com
1: Hey okay, bye. Bye. Happy
0: man, I really want to go to Disneyland.